0: Welcome to Christian Life with Dr. William Baker. I'm your host, Dr. William Baker. I want to welcome everybody back. Um, if it's your first time joining us, I want to welcome you to the podcast. Um, today in the podcast, we're going to start off with an administrative, a few administrative things. It's only going to take a minute or two, literally. And then we're going to jump right into continuing where we left off, Matthew chapter 13, uh, verse 18 through 23. So, administratively. Um. want to welcome everybody back, or if you're here new, welcome, um, for the administrative side of things. If you do like this, you know, you can help us out by uh, sharing or liking it um, on the different social media platforms uh, that you encounter. Um, if you want to support us, you can go to the website um, or you can go to uh, Podbean. Um, If you go to the website, go to clm.global. There's ways you can support us and watch the podcast from there. Um, We do get out there in different methods. And let me see. The contact. A big uh, part of the administrative um, information I wanted to put out there was contact. When when somebody contacts us, if you want to contact us and reach out, I need to get uh, a certain amount of information from you. Uh, We've got individuals reaching out to us. And... I'm getting described certain scenarios or situations, um, but I, I really have no way of contacting them in the way they want. So if you reach out to me and you want me to call you, I need a phone number. If you reach out to me and you want me to mail you, I need your name and mailing address. Um, if you you know email, um, I just need an email. So uh, it, it depends on you. And we're gonna jump right into this. Um, Last thing, administratively, I'm not, you know, pushing, you know, saying, hey, you got to tide the church. We want 10 percent. That's not what I'm about. Not, that's not what churches should be about at all. I'm, I'm here to spread the word and to help people understand the Bible because a lot of preachers out there and this isn't putting the preachers down. They just don't understand what they're preaching. They just don't. And that's the truth. Um, Or it's, they've got one myopic uh, view of it and uh, they're very limited in what they understand. Uh, They have no urgency inside to expand their knowledge of it. You know, well, I'm preaching. I'm doing a great, well, you could be doing better. Everybody could be doing better. I could be doing better. But, um, you know, If you do like it though um, tell your friends and just share it that's all so we're gonna go ahead and jump into Matthew a little bit of a format change I'm gonna try to cut down on a little bit of the time so it's better for everybody Um, and this is the parable of the sower explained um the last couple times we talked about the parable of the sower Jesus talking to his disciples and they asked why he taught in parables and he kind of Explain that, And I explained that a little bit last time, but this goes into, uh, you know, it's got a section here in Matthew chapter 13, uh, verse 18, 23. It explains that, and I'm going to read through this and then break it down. So here we go. Matthew chapter 13, verse 18. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown in his heart this is what was sown along the path as for what was sown on rocky ground this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy yet he has no root in himself but endures for a while and when tribulation or persecution arises on account of the word immediately he falls away as for what was sown among thorns this is the one who hears the word the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and it proves unfruitful as for what was sown on good soil this is the one who hears the word and understands it he indeed bears fruit and yields in one case a hundredfold in another sixty and in another thirty now what does all this mean and like I always do we read it now I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna break it down so let's go to Matthew 13 verse 18 here then the parable of the sower. when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it the evil one comes and snatches away what's been sown in his heart so when you hear about the kingdom of heaven and Jesus the Son of God and God the Holy Spirit And you don't understand it the evil one comes and snatches it away you know it's sown in your heart but it's snatched away it's telling you they they snatch it away and and it tells you how it was snatched away this is what was sown along the path so as for what was sown on rocky ground so you've got a path, and it's telling you, you know, in that front section there, and, and because it's differentiating that, you've got, a, you've got a path. It might not be rocky because that's separated. It might not be, um, you know, have to deal with thorns. Then you've got competition. and it's, But it's not good soil either. It's packed down a little bit. That path has been compressed, compact. It's a little bit harder. Roots aren't necessarily going to grow, you know, animals are going to come eat the seeds. They're not going to take root. It's trampled. It's not going to grow. It's just not going to grow. It's going to die. And then, you know, when we get into that rocky ground, which is the next type of soil for the seed, as for what was sown on rocky ground. This is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures it for a while. And when tribulation or persecution arises, on account of the word, immediately he falls away. So, when you're thinking about the path, you're going down the path and you've got it. And, you know, you're going down this path. You're leaving everything behind. You're going down this path. Some seeds are going to fall out. You're gonna you gotta think about it for a while, but then you're gonna forget about it because it, the path is continuous. But on the rocky ground, if a seed's on a rock, we know that seeds can take and grow on rocks. But the roots spread out; they don't take and and develop a deep root system. They sprout; they're thin. So it may something may grow big and look big and strong but if the wind blows it's it's, it's very fragile it'll fall over it's, it's not going to you know be plentiful and live very long because of the rocks and it tells you here you receive it with joy you're happy but because of the rocks it doesn't take root and it stays there for a while but when you start to get persecuted what do you do because of the word, because you're a Christian, or you want to hear that word, and, and you start to get persecuted, you back off from it. Well, that's the rocky ground. It can't take hold. You you are not letting it in the proper way. You're not really hearing and seeing and, and taking it to heart. You, I like the idea of being Christian, but Maybe it's a little too difficult. Well, that's just convenient. There's other reasons. There's other worldly reasons. And then it says, As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word. And it proves unfruitful. So, when when you think about something being planted and there's thorns around it you know it's got competition when you think about a farmer who plants seeds and if they don't take care of the land the weeds the grasses the other vegetation can go in there and take the limited resources for that seed and it might not grow it needs to be nurtured it won't grow in that because the others already there they've got a root system it's not easy as it is to grow that seed but as for what was sown on good soil this is the one who hears the word and understands it okay so you've got the seed growing in good soil so good soil is it's it's gonna it's gonna grow those roots the roots are gonna take hold and strengthen you know it's getting the Sun it needs to grow it's getting the water it needs to grow the nutrients from the soil and he indeed bears fruit and yields and in one case a hundredfold and another 60 and another 30 well when we're talking about fruit here, we're talking about fruit of the Spirit now when Jesus died on the cross, he was back you know, for a short while before he ascended to heaven. And you've got Jesus, the Son, God, the Father, and the Holy Spirit. Now, when Jesus was here, he was in human form. And he was limited in, in the human flesh he was in To his limitations, he had, you know, um, fences. I don't want to say fences to keep people out, but, you know, there were, there were certainly delineation areas. You know, he could hear so much. He could see so much. He could witness so much. It wasn't like he could be everywhere at one time when he was in the human form. Now, when he rose to heaven, he, he's always going to be here with us. And the, that is why we have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is with us and it's everywhere. And with the Holy Spirit, it allows us to grow the fruit of the Spirit. Now, these fruit of the Spirit are what we need to focus on to be good Christians. But as anything, when you're trying to grow it, you know, when you start out in that young stage of Christianity, you're, you're immature, you're, you're a, a baby, you need to be fed. And then as you become a toddler and you grow out of that and you become a young teen and you grow into a young adult, there's different stages of Christianity. And along that path, you will mature. But you've got to be fed. You've got to have the right amount of sunlight. A farmer knows how to grow his crops. We need to nurture and grow the fruit of the Spirit in our heart. That's how we're going to be mature Christians we've got to grow that fruit we can't without it God wants us to grow that fruit but the parable of the sower with with this you know when we're going back to the other verses about the parable of the sower God uses these parables and it's yes it's it's right in front of the individuals he's speaking to but they don't understand it. Some do and they take it to heart. Others don't because they're on that path and it slips out over time or it's rocky ground and it doesn't take hold or there's other competing things. And when we were talking about the thorns, think about it in worldly terms. When you're thinking about it, it's, it's got among thorns, think about that in the world. Well, I can go make money, but I can't go to church. Oh, my sports team's playing, but I can't go to church or read the Bible. I don't have time to pray because I need to go out with my friends to the bar. Hmm. I I can't have dedicated prayer time because that woman looks good or that man looks good. And we're going to go sex it up. So God gives you that choice. But you have to make that choice. Are you going to choose God? And he's making you make that choice. Because if you don't choose God, you've already chose other. You're a Christian or you're not. And if you watch my podcast, you know, I say, probably 90 some percent of the people that say they're Christian are not. They're not for God. They're for themselves and the worldly pleasures and what they can achieve. It's difficult to be a Christian. It's not difficult, but there's certain things you have to do. You have to give up some worldly things. It doesn't mean you give away everything and you have nothing. But it's a way of life. And people don't want to live that way. Look at the prosecution of Christians around the world. So that's the parable of the sower gotta let that seed grow and germinate and and you got to feed it and water it nurture it give it some miracle grow you know well that's a miracle isn't it god jesus the big miracle the paschal lamb the possibility of salvation if you accept him as your lord and savior So that's what I wanted to talk about this week. I hope everybody has enjoyed that um, little bit of a shift in uh, how we're doing the programs. And as always, if you need to reach out and and contact someone, you can reach out and contact me through info at clm.global. Send me an email. Um, If you go to clm.global, there is a contact form there you can fill out. There is an address you can send me a letter if you want to send me a letter. You can go to Podbean and look for Christian Life with Dr. William Baker and fill out the contact form and reach out to me. We're on YouTube, Twitter and Facebook. So if you're out there on social media and you like this, please let people know. Pass it on. I'm explaining the word of the Bible. I could preach too, but it's important to understand the word of the Bible. There's a lot of people out there who preach and don't don't teach the Bible. They say, well, you've got to take Bible study classes. You as a preacher should be preaching this. This is what's important. Don't do it in a stale way. Do it that's relevant to your audience. And we've got a global audience. So... As I hear from people, and there's certain things that, that you want me to incorporate in this, I can incorporate a lot of things into it. But you need to let me know. But having said that, I want to say God bless everybody. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast for today. And as always, this has been Christian Life with Dr. William Baker. God bless.